Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Tuesday, June 20, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Well, there's a lot of interesting stuff on the docket, not only from a chart perspective, not only from a daily chart perspective, but also from an intraday perspective. What we're going to do is use that as an opportunity to learn stuff that we can make money from. That's the whole objective of the market. The market is a tool to make money from. How do we do that? That's what you're going to learn here today in this video. Last week during options expiration week, they ran up during a melt-up operation. They pulled back a little bit on Friday and had some follow-through today. The trend is our friend until it's over. She's extended from home base or the 20-period moving average. That's why we're not surprised to see Mrs. Market come down toward home base or the 20 period moving average, which on this chart shows up just under 427. It's the red sloping trend line. Doesn't mean they have to get there anytime soon. It just means over time, as they eat time off the clock, they'll allow the 20 period moving average to creep up to price. If she comes down a little more, it happens simultaneously. That's it. They don't have to come all the way down to the 20 just from what's called, and I hate this term and you know that, an oversold condition, which is basically getting too far extended from certain places, in this case, too far extended from home base. There's no true measurement for that. We don't know exactly the number that determines whether the market is oversold or overbought, and that's why it's not a real good statistical measure of anything. It's just a generic term. As we look a little deeper onto the daily chart, we see something obvious that we talk about all the time. We see a breakup candle with a low. That breakup candle low comes in exactly at 436.23. Now that's important and it comes into play later from an intraday perspective, but it comes into play on a couple of different fronts. It comes into play on the daily chart, closing below that, tells us something is going on with Mrs. Market. It tells us the intention is to go lower. However, spiking it, testing it, but maintaining price above on daily closes tells us what? It tells us that it was a test of a breakup candle low. Nothing more, nothing less until she shows us there's something more or less. When we look at the weekly chart, what do we see? We see a breakout above all the moving averages. The trend is your friend until it's not. Therefore, above all the moving averages, it's a bull tape until we see A, signs and or signals of a trend change. Where do you find those? In the course, Lazy E-Mini Trader. And they're generally accompanied by not just one thing, but more than one thing until we see the market change its character and things begin from an intraday perspective and they morph from there. So from an intraday perspective, we may be seeing some kind of reversal, but until it's confirmed on the daily chart, we're not really paying attention to it. All the weekly chart is doing right now 
is a pullback from the high made last week in a bullish uptrend above all the moving averages. That's normal garden variety behavior. Let's look at this objectively. The market eight time off the clock in this area underneath the 100 period moving average before breaking to the upside. For them to find overhead resistance, maybe a short-term point of what's called exhaustion and pull back or go sideways a little bit, still maintaining price above all the moving averages is still a bullish tape. It's a bullish pullback type of situation until it's not. What else do we have? We have an important pivot that was closed above last week. The number over here is for 31.73. Therefore, it's our last major league breakout on this weekly chart. So coming back to run a test of that, flip over to the daily chart, coming back to run a test of that would be what's called normal garden variety behavior. Doesn't have to happen tomorrow, but if it does happen, as you'll see the 20 period moving averages creeping up into that area, and that area is normal garden variety of support. It's magnetic. They broke out above it. Coming back to run a test of that is the norm. They don't have to do it, but if they do do it, we know a couple of things are going on. They're below this breakup candle low, which opens the door for lower prices. What's the first major lower price underneath this breakup candle low from the daily chart is 431.73. It's a give or take. They can spike it intraday. They can come up short intraday. Either way, running a test of it is normal garden variety stuff. Put that on a sticky note. How and where did we make money today from an inside the numbers and live room perspective? I'll tell you this right out of the chute. Some members inside the numbers live room and inside the numbers for that matter got four trades all positive. Some got three, some got two. It was what we call a bonanza. Nothing huge from a trading perspective, meaning each trade was a base hit, maybe a double by definition. But base hits put you in the Hall of Fame, so pay attention to where the trades are and why. Zero dark 30. Let's get right to the numbers. First, we'll say 437.30 is our early pivot. We think better in pictures. Right of the vertical is today's activity. 437.30 is the trend line, and you can already see the writing on the wall. Market opens above it comes down for a test, rockets off of it for the first trade of the day. The high in the second five-minute candle of the day is 438.17. That's good for about 8.9 S&P handles, give or take. Slightly more if you waited for the spike. We had buku participation in the live room. Remember, this number was put on the board at zero dark 30. You see it here below the bears are in control above the bulls are in control and you can see it over here when they broke out above they stayed above and it became support that number is important it was important from what's called and this is a trading term the get-go below opens the door for another leg lower to the likes of 436 back to the pictures how important is 436 you could see it here it's an important number why well, let's go take a look real quick. 
Forget the lines. Remember this breakup candle low, 436.23. I'm lowering it because there was a number down slightly below at 436, a number of importance. Stay with me. Above the pivot opens the door for a float higher, yada, yada. Fair enough. Now, what do we have at 9 o'clock? Where is the thing? What are we doing today? The pre-market thieves were already down testing that area of 437.30. That's fair enough. Funny how that works. Above, the bulls are in control. We have a zone of overhead resistance. They never got there. We've got some unfinished business up in that neck of the woods. Keep that in mind. You might want to put it on a sticky. If they drop them after the bell, right out of the chute, 437.30, the pivot is the first place of support for a bounce back in the other direction. You had half hour notice on that trade. Remember, pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. Just another number thrown in here. They didn't get their first thing out of the chute, but we're focused on 437.30, the bigger picture pivot. By 9.30 on the button, showtime right out of the gate, 437.30, the zone is down to 436, give or take for a bounce back in the other direction. They gave it to us right away, a few minutes into the day, the scalp portion is over, the rest is trader's choice, nice trade in the first three minutes. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. You have entries, you have exits, you have the whole kit and caboodle. We had some other possible scalp trades on the board. Some hit, some don't. If they spike the low down here, there would have been an opportunity for a rip it back up, but that came later from a different place. They ran another quick test of 437.30, coming up one penny short. That reinforces the importance of that place. Here we go, 9.55, still 437.09 now, down to 436 is the next zone for a bounce back in the other direction. 10 o'clock. Showtime. It's not tremendous. It's another base hit, but you can see the scalp here. This is 10 o'clock. They come down. They bounce back up. That's another scalp, five to seven points. Doesn't look like it on this chart, but it was. Moving along, we know 437.30 will be overhead resistance until it's not. Once they're below, it's the bear's ball. Back above, it's the bull's ball. By 10.11, the scalp portion, and this one is complete. The rest is trader's choice. Now, here we go. 10.17. The next zone. 436, give or take, down to 435, give or take. Bounce back type situation. 10.17 a.m. There it is right there. They never got to 435. They came slightly short of it. In between, traders took this trade on a spike below 436. Why? To bounce back, to fight their way back. And we talked about this in the live room. To fight their way back to the breakup candle low at a minimum which would give you another trade. That was a 10-pointer if it was a penny. You see how we're using something from the daily chart from an intraday perspective. Why? Because we know that it's important. We utilize it accordingly. Pause the video. Read the notes. Go back to the chart and double-check the work. It's all in here. Everything you need to be successful Intraday, if you're an inside the number or inside the number live room member. Entries, exits, education, what else are you looking for? Little list of stocks on the move this morning. Nothing really happened from their perspective. One hit at the end of the day, it was Nike. Might as well take a look at that chart. 109.30 was the number in Nike. Got a haircut in the morning, but it dripped all day long. And then it traded over the number. 
finally coming into it, spiking it, and closing above it by the end of the day. But that's not a trade. We're not sticking around till what, three o'clock or whatever time it was for that type of trade. We're interested in the morning trade down here, not all the way at the end of the day. There's no time left on the clock. This is what's called a morning business. Write that down, put it on a sticky note. Traders in the live room got this one as well. It was moving early in the morning, 33.99. Took a pretty immediate bounce off of that, provided the base hit, and we had participation in the live room. You see where this begins to look like a bonanza, even on a quiet day where the market didn't get very far? What's going on over in Camp IWM? Remember this one? We shorted this from a lazy swing trader perspective. It's still going. We have what's called a risk-free, emotionless trade on our hands. Why? Because we've already taken profit at the first target, almost got to the second one today. You have to look at this thing objectively, though. We're the umpire calling balls and strikes. This is still eating time off the clock up here above all the moving averages on the daily chart, which means it's currently a bullish uptrend. Let me ask you this. You see the closing price today, 185.13. You think there's any accidents or coincidences? You have a breakup candle low here at 184.91. Another one back here at 184.96, and they close just above 185 after running a test below those two places. Any accidents or coincidences? I don't think so. Same concept we just discussed in the SPY shown on a different chart with the same information. All charts act and react the same way. What's the last breakout area in the sequence? Well, something right over here, which is right above that 20-period moving average sloping up as they're eating time off the clock or coming back toward it. That's normal garden variety behavior. Write that down. What's going on with the folks down at the transportation department? Looks like they hit the number we talked about last week, 14,970. I think I had it slightly lower, but either way, they did the thing and pulled back. It's not a full-out rejection. They're just pulling back after running up and finding resistance. Remember, the first thing about resistance is the market stops going up. Then it's going to make a decision whether they run sideways, have a shallow pullback, or get full-out rejected. That's phase two. We'll focus on this breakup candle low, comes in around 14,587 and change. That's an area that should be garden variety support based on the lesson that we already got earlier in this video. By the way, I should have mentioned this earlier, I forgot, but here it is. My notes are a little jumbled, they're not in any order in particular. However, tomorrow is a tinfoil hat event. Tomorrow, the 21st of June, can be a trend change in the market. Now, here's the trick. We'll just go back to the spider for this one. The trick is, did they run up into this place or in this state, or did they run up and pull back before this date, setting the stage for another run higher after or on the 21st? And frankly, it's a coin toss at this stage. If they were up on Friday and up today, I would say you have something cooking. A two-day pullback, is not the same as if they ran right up into it. Either way, it's awareness-type material. What about the Q people? Uptrend, the trend is your friend. We know about that. We had a down day on Friday after making a new high and a slight down day by a dollar or one quarter of 1% today. That's not really anything to be concerned with. 
There's nothing going on on this tape that changes the character of what was going on in the queues. Same routine. 20 period moving average, home base. So they stall out a little bit, let home base creep up to price. Technically speaking, it's a bullish uptrend and there's nothing wrong. You look at the weekly chart and where are they? Well, when you look at the weekly, what they did was they ran up to this pivot high, 371.83, and they pulled back. They ran a test and they pulled back. Doesn't mean a rejection. They ran a test of an important place. They couldn't get through on the first time. First time, best time. Write that down, put it on a sticky. And they had a minor pullback from that place. Don't look at it anything different than that. When you look at the daily chart with that line up there, you see what's going on. That was just a stall out point. More times than not, they're going to stall out or find overhead resistance at a pivot like that. Normal. Financials had a bit of a down day over 1%, 1 and a third percent. But look what happened. It doesn't matter their percentage. Doesn't matter the dollars and cents. What matters is what they did and where they did it. Where did they do it? Break up candle low. They ran a test, closed back above it. Any different than the spiders, any different than the IWM, any different than anything else we're looking at. No, all charts act and react the same way. You just have to know what you're looking for. Smash mouth, the semiconductor space, anything wrong here, down one third of 1%. No, it's a nothing burger day, same routine. They're eating time off the clock around this price. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. What was the last breakout area in the sequence? This high at 151.71. Well, what happened? Today, they ran a test of that place. Normal garden variety stuff. All charts act and react the same way. I could say it till I'm blue in the face. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.